0: Hi, Storyline. I'm Jill McNabney and I'm a high school teacher. So my job description changed pretty quickly about two weeks ago, as I'm sure many of yours did. Uh, And one of the things I now do on a daily basis that I've never done before is every morning I get up and I get online and I wait for kids to get online to video chat with me. And initially our school put this in place as a way for students to get help on their online assignments. But most of the kids I've talked to over the past two weeks just want to talk about life. They have so many questions, and I've been struck by their vulnerability in all of this. With so many unknowns looming around us, all of us have questions. But I wonder if we're allowing ourselves to actually give a voice to those questions. God encourages us to be open and vulnerable with Him and with each other, And asking the questions that now consume us is one way to do that. I find it really interesting that even though we are socially isolated, on some level, we've never been more connected. This may be the first time in modern history where we are all experiencing the same thing at the same time. Life just got a lot more one-dimensional. And so we're now having common experiences in uncommon spaces. And if we let it, that can draw us together. and As we come together, while staying apart, we can share our uneasiness about our uncertainty. One of my favorite authors talks about the sin of certainty and how, especially in the life of faith, it's not about what we know or what answers we can provide, but it's about who we trust. And that's always resonated with me spiritually, but it's now spilling over into my real everyday life. So the question is, who do we trust during this unprecedented time of uncertainty? I think it's important to trust that doctors and scientists are going to figure this out, and trusting in them can give us a sense of optimism in a difficult time. But trust in other human beings falls short of delivering the hope that we desperately need. We can be optimistic, while at the same time not hopeful because hope has to stand on something larger than us, something bigger than the human race. Hope needs a source and a goal that transcends the transitory. our souls know the difference between hope and optimism. And while optimism is nice, hope is absolutely necessary. Moving from fear of the unknown to optimism about, about coming out the other side of this, into hope for a flourishing future of grace and love, is beyond our ability to secure on our own. The Bible says, There's more to come. We continue to shout our praise even when we're hemmed in with troubles, because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us, and how that patience in turn forges the tempered steel of virtue, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. In alert expectancies such as this, we're never left feeling shortchanged. Quite the contrary. We can't round up enough containers to hold everything God generously pours into our lives through the Holy Spirit. So in the coming weeks and maybe months, as we're consumed with questions, let us not be controlled by the lack of certainty, but let hope well up in us to be overcome by God's grace. May God fill you with hope and peace and grace today. Stay safe and well.